doesn't like the smell and feel of leather? Looking to fulfill your custom leather needs? Well, as we say here in Jersey, I got a guy. Rob over at Ridgeway Leather Works is literally the bad guy. Several years back, I happened to be sat next to him at a mutual friend's wedding. And this dude told me more about leather than I ever thought I needed to know. His passion for his business is evident in the quality of his work. His team and his family can make all their needs. So whether you're looking for a radio strap, a radio holster, a pair of suspenders, a chin strap, a locker tag, or really anything leather-related, Ridgeway's the place to go. So check them out at RidgewayLeatherworks.com or on IG at Ridgeway Leatherworks. And tell them Pip from the Size Up sent you, and maybe you'll get a special jersey treat in your package. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 39 of the Size Up by National Fire Radio. And th- this has been like the episode that didn't happen, couldn't happen. We're on our third time's a charm to make this one happen for a variety of reasons here with my guest. I even I even got, because of our technical difficulties, which we're going to talk about for sure, I got to have my live episode with Mrs. Pip that had a whole different type of technical difficulty on it. So the joys of everybody says, I want to run a podcast. I want to have a podcast. They said, do it. It'd be easy. They said, and all of them, all of those people lie. I'm here to tell you the truth that this is, it's a lot of fun and I do love doing it, but it is definitely a lot of work that goes into this. And, you know, without Jeremy and definitely for Jeremy and myself and the entire National Fire Radio family without Sebi in the background that I always like to throw the shot out to uh, whenever I can, we would be lost. So that that's the easy way to put it. Um and one of the things too, before I introduce my guest and 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 multiple guests that I have today, as I'm looking at the screen here, but um, <laughs> hiding away in the back, so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the reason that 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 I have this guest today is because my brother-in-law sent me a reel on uh, on Instagram, and my brother-in-law is like an Instagram lurker. Like he has an account for his rugby club. He doesn't have a personal account, but he follows a lot of different things. Um, so he sent my wife and I this, this reel that he put out, not even thinking I'd be like, yeah, this is like a great podcast guest for me. Um, but it's <laughs> one of these things that I always say it at the end and maybe no one's listening, but if you're listening now in the beginning, cause we're only in the first two minutes, please, we're hungry for guests at national fire radio, right? We want to find people out there doing different things. Um, just like my guest today is using social media for different reasons, um, not just in the fire service and anything. So if you have anyone that think that you think would be an awesome guest on the podcast, an awesome conversation, by all means, shoot me a reel, you know, shoot me anything, shoot me a message, tell them to message me. Um, it's probably a little weird for someone to be like, Hey, I want to be on your podcast. Cause I know I would feel weird if I asked someone like, can I be on your podcast? Hey, um, we all know in this day and age, that's how it works, right? You just slide into the DMS, see what happens. And that's Hey. That's how we met, Brett. So there you go. Right. I'd like to welcome my guest, Brett. And I should have probably asked you, but it's it's Brett Dugas. Is there a last Dugas? Dugas. Yep. Close. So Brett, I, I slid into Brett's DMs a few weeks ago on his Instagram account, which is uh, Laugh with Brett. Um, and before we talk about the video that got sent to me, let me just uh, <laughs> jump back just here a minute because Brett and I have been laughing together about this podcast. So we we set it up right, and we are ready to Two. go. Two weeks, right? Two weeks now we've been working, trying to figure this out. And and Brett and I, 
we got on the podcast and he had some audio issues. So then I got to watch him tear his office apart in the background <laughs> looking for headphones. You were like, great, now I got this psycho on. Clearly he's got anger issues. He's going to destroy it before we even get talking about anything. I felt like you ripped the closet door off at one point, but I didn't want to say anything that I was Close, right? Nothing like being on camera when you're completely losing it up here. Usually it's in <laughs> privacy of just dogs watching and no one else. It's a little easier. I can hide it. It was hysterical too to watch watch the video or like watch you go through this like digging through drawers. You're like, Jesus, I, I cleaned this place up. I must have thrown my headphones out. I don't know where they are. And in this day and age where I'm like, how do we not have iPhone headphones in this house? You know, you have everything else in the technology. I'm like, how do we not have one thing? And then I was like, well, clearly I'm not prepared. I go, I had to buy like the gaming headphones, which I look good hopefully am rocket. Yeah. I'm they like, look really good on you. I mean, I've been rocking them now for a few weeks, like a DJ or a few weeks, yeah, right, a few months now. But they they are really great. I don't use them for anything else but podcasting. Maybe if you want to go to the gym and put those on, you would look cool. I don't know. I I look like I'm starting a mixtape. Like next week, I'm like my neighbors are gonna be like, oh, he's putting it out. The doggy mixtape 2023. <laughs> <laughs> and the the gaming headphones because my son has them. They have the like uh like the I'm a air traffic controller yes. phone on those ones there. So you don't have those. So you're not a gamer with those. The kids will make fun of you if you. you and I almost ordered that, and I'm like, I'm gonna be on this first podcast ever, and they're gonna be like, look at this knob with his little <laughs> microphone hanging out. Like, okay, buddy. I'm like, all right. Thankfully, we found the wireless one, so made it easier. Landing jets out there in Ohio. Right. So, so our first debacle was uh, Brett had a sound issue and we couldn't hey. make that happen. So, the, oh, you got seat the pips already coming up. I know. The See, you want to say hi, Livia? You want to look up? Look, you're the real reason we're here, okay? Because you guys are so popular, not me. Okay. So if you're if you're watching on YouTube, you can see Brett's two German shepherds, uh, Livia and Maya, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. And and really, they're the they're the real reason that I think. Well, kind of the real reason that Brett and I are talking in a way. Probably the real reason he's successful on Instagram. But you said it yourself. There, it is. It has definitely been the beginning. They started it all. Hundred percent. I'm like I'm just like the editor of basically putting up my camera and filming dogs. And apparently, people are very into dog videos. So clear it worked. Cool. It worked out nicely. I can't complain. <laughs> so it, it's awesome to have the girls in the background there but then we tried for the second podcast and now this was we're, we're ready to go and i had just recorded the day before with with tracy and i go to turn my soundboard on and it wouldn't work and i'm like you gotta be kidding me i'm like flipping it over i'm trying to find a fuse it, it turns out somehow my power cord died so round two i had to, i had to message brett and be like yo this is my bad today we can't <laughs> now we're now we're even and now then we're even now we're even and thank right. Amazon gods and your one day shipping. I mean, these people, people where I live, we have an Amazon warehouse less than a mile from my house. Yeah. Okay. I will, say, I will say there's a lot of traffic at shift change or going in and out of the warehouse because people have to work there. Yeah. Right? It's not all robotic. We don't want it to be all <laughs> robotic. It'll be yeah. like, that's when the robots turn on you when they deliver your packages. Probably. Amen. It's happening eventually. But I can get stuff in like a day. Sometimes I get things the same day. Like literally I'll order yes. now and it'll be here in the afternoon. Well, my girlfriend, I'm sure like everyone's girlfriends and wives literally will be like, oh, we're missing uh, garlic powder for dinner. And I'm like, okay, what are we all run to the store? She goes, don't worry about it. Amazon. Did. I'm like, what do you mean you Amazon did? She's like, it'll be here in three hours. I'm like, how is that even possible? You know, I mean, it's good, but I'm like, that's really okay. I'm like, I guess I won't go to drug mart then. Thanks, honey. 
it, it is scary how quick they can be. And yes. you know, these things, I mean, Amazon warehouses are everywhere now. Um, and both being firefighters, I have not been to a fire inside of an Amazon warehouse yet. However, my department um, has gone mutual aid to two now in the past couple of years. And they were like, yo, you got to see this place. Like it is immense and just yes. like a model of efficiency aside from what it's on yes. fire. They just knocked down an old cement plant in uh, where I work part-time in the city I live in and built a huge Amazon store. And I haven't been on a full walkthrough, but I've been to the outside for a fire alarm. And you're just like, what? It's like a city. I'm like, it is so big. And it's just like you said, I think it's just uh, um, shipping. You know, it's just bringing in and shipping out. I'm like, yeah, literally God bless. Comes in and then they get it to you in a day, which is yeah. a, a, a unreal. So, so I got the power cord and I'm like, all right, cool. When are you free? Let's knock this out. So we decided to record now when we're recording, but lo and behold, yesterday, Brent almost yeah. took himself out and had to cancel the podcast again. Yeah. So this is embarrassing to say, but I, my girlfriend is sleeping. She's a nurse. Goose is a nurse. And I should say this, by the way, if anyone hears Gusta throughout this, that's my girlfriend. She's from Lithuania. That's why it sounds super foreign. She's Im imported, you know, like they got German dogs and a Lithuanian girlfriend. So it's, you'll see, you'll hear her name a lot, but she's a nurse. So she's working night shifts and I'm out picking up walnuts, which is dreadful, you know, never ending process. And I Wait, legit, like, like real walnuts or like code for dog poop? No black walnuts we got oh. a huge walnut tree and it's just never ending in the fall they're just the worst like you pick up 400 and then you hear 80 of them drop and you're like well i should just slap myself i'm done and i go to pick something up and i just cartoon step on a rake hard rake and blast myself in the face and i'm sitting here in sunlight you can't see it but i mean i take it i'm like i'm gonna have a black eye my lips bleeding the dogs you know i'm cursing up a storm my neighbors are probably like oh he's he's finally lost it you know I'm like, great. I go, now I'm going to have to do this podcast with a black eye and a bloody lip. Like, I'm going to have to make up something cooler than stepping on a damn rake, man. I'm like, I told my wife that story. I told my wife that story last night and she's like, oh my God, is this guy like a comic? Like, is it like, like, like a cartoon? His life is like a cartoon? Cause that only literally in the cartoons, like you yes. step in the rake and it whacks you in the face. And there's like, listen, I'm by no means some fighter, but you can't self-defense out of. <laughs> a rake okay i go it's getting you it's just it's coming KO. it's just coming yes. there's no and way to just, miss it and like initially i was like like you don't even know what hit you and i'm like how did that actually happen right now I'm like <laughs> and i was hoping Gusa was probably in bed like she when i woke her up and told her her first words were oh my god i wish i would have saw that <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> like you, you don't have outdoor cameras like everyone else oh like that would have been uh, so, yeah would have been your number one viewed video oh, yeah they'd be like Stupid dog guy finally gets what he deserves. <laughs> right to the face. <laughs> that would oh, definitely wreck on Instagram. And it's, we got to, it's Friday the 13th. So I don't know if that's a positive or a negative to finally do this, but oh, weird timing. Think about that. Yeah, weird yeah. timing. Thanks for like, uh, I don't see, like, I don't necessarily go with all that. Like, I've been doing this emergency <laughs> thing and like, yeah, weird stuff happens on full moons and Friday yeah. the 13th, but like, it's just another day, right? It, it also happens on Tuesdays for no yeah. reason at all, right? Like Tuesdays at one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. the weirdest call you'll ever go on could happen. That yeah. has nothing to do with the full moon, Mike. You decided to saw your foot off today? Oh, okay. It's a weird timing, ma'am, but okay, let's go with it. Whatever. <laughs> when I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, to be friends with uh, Oliver Stark. He plays Buck on 911 on Fox. Okay. And 
part of the reason that I met him was because my boys were younger. This is like going back like four or five years, like the first season. I'm like, you gotta watch this episode with us. We're gonna rewatch it again. It was a full moon episode and you're never gonna believe what happens. And like, I'm like, all right, great. Let me watch this show with you. And it's this in this episode, Buck and his partner guy, they're on the ambulance and they get dispatched for a maternity and it's in like a prenatal yoga class. And so okay. they like come, you know, rushing in with their EMS jump kits and things like that as a woman's in labor. And I'm like, oh, like five of these chicks are going into labor. And my yeah, kids, right. are like, how do you know that? That would, would you, you must have watched this. And I'm like, no, I figured out the stupid plot. Because, yeah. Like, and that's how it would happen in real life, right? You'd be yeah. some dumb luck like that. Like, it would exactly be that. Like, yeah, you're in prenatal yoga class and everyone is having a baby. And you're like, oh, yes. baby, I'm going to deliver that baby. Like, <laughs> and my boys are like, that's how it happens. And I'm like, no, that's not how it happens. Yeah. The not baby quite. does come out. Yeah. the shows don't do it justice that's for sure no they, but, but oliver's become a great friend and, and totally yeah it all. like he's which is awesome six or seven if you go really back into the archives we have a great conversation just about hollywood and all that kind of oh, fun. that's awesome so yeah it was it was a good time with him but so you know as we babble on here and like i'm the worst person at getting my guest backstory but let, let's hear your backstory before the whole ig two German shepherds and a Lithuanian girlfriend thing before any social media stuff, just before any cool. social media. Yeah. stuff. So, can you remember those days? Like social before social media. So it is weird. I'm like, I'm 31. So I'm like on that verge of millennial type thing. I try not to associate with them. I feel like I'm slightly different, some tendencies, but I think I have a work ethic and some common sense. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Minus but, the um, right thing. Yeah. Right. Besides oh, he steps on rates from time to time no big deal um but no i was actually born in canada i moved to we live outside of cleveland ohio in a suburb um grew up there moved here my mom met my stepdad who's a retired cop moved up here uncle was a fireman in canada became a fireman when i was 20 just before my 21st birthday so about 12 years now became a fire medic and then got on part-time where i live now in the village and uh full-time by 22 and then yeah, I was doing just that constantly. And then two years ago, suddenly you post one video and something takes off. And next thing you know, you're doing social media dog voiceovers on your time off. Wham. <laughs> yeah. like for a lot of people too, in, in our community, I'm a little bit older than you. So I started a little bit earlier. Um you know, we didn't, when I started, there were very few places in Jersey where you could be a part-time firefighter medic, right. can't be firefighter medics here, but you know, where we had part-time fire jobs. Yep. Um, other place in the country have been doing that for a while, but I feel like there's so many people that I'm meeting now who they got hired part-time and then that was like a good transition for them into the full-time world. Oh yeah. Like here in Northeast Ohio, there is, I'd say 75% of the departments in the suburbs, not Cleveland or anything are combo departments so a lot of them they pay well part-time you can get on you can get 30 40 hours a week make you know work two fire jobs you're getting full-time hours and then whether that department turns into one or not you get on somewhere else and you know it just transitions pretty smooth in this area so are there places that only have part-time employees like no full-time staff yeah there's some places uh many around here that they'll staff four or five guys and it's 
40, 50 part-timers, a uh, city up the street called Seven Hills. I think they got like 60 part-timers or something and they just never went full-time. They have a full-time chief and that's it. Yeah. I mean, so, on the, on the dollars and cents end, that's saving you benefits and pensions. Yes. On, yeah. And it's on the other end. It's horrible to do that, but right. Yes. And especially when there was a city nearby that you know, did the actual horrible laid off full-timers, hired part-timers, you know, so you had a lot of guys and it's the, then you're really getting into a bad part where I got lucky where I work part-time. Um, you know, we don't take any, if there's sick time, overtime, full-time guys get it. If it gets down to me, you know, it's left over. They didn't want it. So there's okay. no stepping on toes, which is the right way to do it. If it's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I mean, I see that that's a big hard part. And I know in Jersey, that's a big thing because we don't have a lot of departments that are like that. You know, we have yes. all full-time departments. We have, um, what we are starting to see though is like say a smaller town uh, that's volunteer will put mm -hmm. career staffing on and it'll be like their career staffing will be four. And okay. then they'll use per diems. Like you kind of said, like for vacations off, still use a per diem backfill. Um, okay. sick out or emergencies. So they have some kind of an overtime agreement in there. So it's not okay. like they're necessarily stepping on toes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because right. that gets a little, it just gets a little fooky. That's an easy way. Yes. <laughs> right. You, you can understand why it would frustrate guys who are losing yeah. out on dollars and cents. So I mean, you see it so. too. Like I came from the EMS world where we had more per diems than we had full time and there was yes. still plenty of open shifts and overtime mandos to go around yes. with that many people, but EMS and fire, very different staffing type. Yes. Model. Right. Especially when it's all, like you said, all fire, all medic, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. It, it was like every day you could work. I mean, literally, and I, th I still think the organization that I used to work to has grown so much, but pretty much every day you could work if you wanted to. Yeah. Which is crazy. It, it's nice when you have it, but man, it just burns out right real quick. Yeah. And that's it. When you're young, you don't realize what burnout is. You'll yes. see, you're still yeah. young. <laughs> well, that's what even when I lived at home, I lived at home till I was 26. So about five or six years of full-time, part-time. And again, if anyone who knows me sees this, by no means what I'm working suburbs. It's not killing yourself with calls, but I did hustle. I worked, you know, 80, 75 hours a week and just kept doing as much as I could because you had the opportunity to make money and get ahead so I could put good money down on my house and, and all that. But then suddenly you buy a house. And even for me with no kids, just dogs, you're like, do I want to pick up that extra shift? Nah, man, now nah, I'm going to sit at home. I'm good. Thank you. Like you just get comfortable, right? Like the money's nice, but your time is so valuable as you get older. And I imagine even more so with kids and wives and things of that nature kids and kids and wives i only have one wife i'm from New i Jersey. guess what yeah I only, right i can I'm only sorry. keep up with one wife kids yes one wife. i went full mormon on that one i don't know why i added an s for no reason <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right with that but even you know and and i think you you mentioned this you know when we talked before but even in low-key you know smaller departments you're not running fires every day and we're not mm -hmm. up all night every night because my, my department is busy but we're not super busy you know yeah. like how some other folks are but just the mere fact of being there and being on that heightened alert mode that you should be on when you're at work you know that, right. that for that sure i am here to do a very specific task that i could possibly injure myself or others that alone takes a toll on you, whether you're busy or not. For sure. Adds yep. to it. But... And especially the people who have no clue. You know, it's always frustrating. I'm sure you, any fireman, 
probably police, military, whatever aspect, things like that. People are going to throw in their two cents. And, you know, I think mainly with us because we get paid to sleep, right? That's what everyone's thing is. We get kind of, yeah, right? You you kind of get shit on, so to speak, more. And I would just say to people who dare say anything like that, I'm like, do you have any idea what it's like? Even like you said, not a busy department. You get up maybe once a night. That one call is one, disrupting your sleep horribly, statistically, and, you know, all the studies now. Terrible. And then, oh, yeah, I'm in someone's basement. And they're screaming because, you know, they fell down, they're unconscious. And you're just like, wait, I, I don't even, I just woke up like I was in a dream that I was not here. I was anywhere but here. And now, boom, you know, it's, it's not normal. It's very abnormal for anyone who doesn't do it, you know? Yeah, that those up downs are just, and, and I used to work straight nights and stay up all night. And that wasn't great for, oh. that's not great for you either when you're getting no. into the cycle of how life goes, but like the up downs. And again, the fact that you have to be on, you know, like, yeah. oh my God, I'm driving this very yes. large vehicle out the bay and I've been asleep for a little bit and I have a lot of responsibility yes. right now while I'm trying right. to process all of this. Yep. Or you get that, like, I'm sure you ever, we've all done it where, you get in the squad, get in the engine, and you drive, and like literally, I'll like realize, like, I don't even remember like to drive here. Like, what are we here for again? And you're like, Jesus. What's that called? <laughs> or like get you pull it, out and you're making together. a right. You're making yeah. a right, and the officer is like, Yo, it's to the left, and you're like, oh, where, where are we going? Yeah, right. Quick turnaround. I'm like, oh, but and, yeah, and I think I just had that happen, and the guys were laughing at me because I, I I'm a guy who owns up to just about all my mistakes out that I make out there. Same here. Yeah. And uh, recently I've been uh, the acting deputy chief and a few tours ago, I don't even know what time it was, but a call came in and like, I have to answer on the radio. And if it's a still alarm, say who's going. Cause, cause that's mm-hmm. how we do kind of the chief dispatch for all the different companies. Okay. And I answered that I received the call and I was just standing there and I'm like, a totally in a daze, like, like not processing what I'm supposed yeah. to do next. And then I'm like, wait, where, where are they going? What? And then I'm like, can you give me cross streets? Like to the, cause yeah. like my delay, the only thing yeah, I could think just... to come out was if I have cross streets, maybe then I can just figure this out in my head. And they yeah. gave me and I'm like, Oh, yeah, that, that'll be engine five. So like a shift or two later, something came up. I was like, do you guys notice me the other night? And they were like, Oh, dude, I was actually getting up to come and see if you had a seizure or something <laughs> because there was such a delay. They're like, you're normal. I'm like, yo, I, I zoned like totally yeah. out, just not ready for it. And it doesn't matter who you are. That happens from time to time, no matter how many years on or. And then, of course, the ball busting ensues from it, which is fair. And Oh, my God. Yeah. And they were dying laughing when they were just like, they're like, oh, my God, we figured something was up because it just wasn't you. Like, yeah. not how you answer these calls. But I'm like, yeah, that, that's what I did, man. That, that's that was my story. Sorry about that one. <laughs> yeah, so- I can deal with the ball busting, too, because especially when the first social media stuff started, I. Oh, I, I can imagine. I, I took the run of it initially from the beginning. So were you always like the class clown, the comedian growing up, like the kid who your parents were like for, sure. for all the, the, the friends that came over or something like that? Yeah, I've definitely always, uh, there's one thing that I'll say about myself that I felt like I was good at was being quick witted and just always having a comeback or, you know, a good comment. And um, I always feel like I'm the guy in the room who can uh, bring a laugh. I go, there's not many other things that I'm good at, but I, I knew I was good at that. So I was always like that. And I used to, you know, when the Snapchat first came out, 
even now, like I'd send videos to my buddies and friends and just whatever it was, stupid shit. I'd record me just doing things and they'd be like, oh, that's really, really funny. And I'd like early on was like, man, I should like post stuff. And then you're worried because you're a fireman, you know, so you're like, all right, well, I can't, I can't do anything too far, too edgy. So I kind of just stopped. And then, uh, so it's two years, two years, roughly a week ago was the first video oh. I posted. Yeah. Weird timing. I just looked for this. It was like 10, three of 21. And, uh, again, you said you don't know much about TikTok, right? No, I'm too old for TikTok. 45, soon to be two weeks, I'll be 45. Too old for TikTok. 31, I'm not a millennial, but you really are. You know everything about TikTok, even my 13. Yes, and what's funny about it is when TikTok first came out, it was nothing but chicks dancing, right? That's all it was. So, like, guys at the firehouse, like, you know, we're mid-20s. I got buddies who are like, like, what are you doing? I'm on TikTok, dude. I go, what's that? And it's just like... Look at this hot girl dancing, you know, and it's like, they're not looking at the dances, right? They're just like, next, wow, next, wow. It was better than swiping right at that point, right? Because you couldn't get busted doing anything wrong. Just look at something. Yeah, I I like dancing. Ballet is my thing. Like, they didn't have any, you know. So guys would do that, but it was never anything more than that at the time. And then guys would start telling me, like, a guy worked with super DIY, do-it-yourself, you know, all that sort of blue-collar guy. And he's like, yeah, my page is you know, fixing stuff and building stuff. And I'm like, oh, so now it like adapts to you. And it's, yeah, there's like funny dog stuff and all this. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm interested in that. So I was actually at the firehouse one night and I downloaded it. I was laying in bed. I have really bad insomnia like all the time. So I just don't sleep partly probably because of the work. And, uh, and because you're so, on your phone, which is yeah, the worst thing you can do yes. bed, as per all the, not a sleep expert, but as per oh. all the sleep experts out there yes don't do that <laughs> yes terrible which is hard now because now i'm like how many views did we get oh that, those are rookie numbers we gotta step it up um but i'm laying in bed at work and i just happened i'm like you know what i'll just throw a random video so i scrolled through my phone and i found an old video of maya when she was a puppy and it was her dragging a mat across the house and i'm like oh that's pretty funny so i just post it i'm like, think nothing of it i go to bed i wake up in the morning i'm like the heck i'm like i got 250,000 views and 4,000 followers. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't even have like a username. I think I was still like user 1278. I'm like, is that a lot? You know, I don't know. So I go into my part-time spot and the one kid I knew, Brian there, um, his girlfriend at TikTok, I go, hey man, I go, how many views is like a lot on TikTok? He's like, (laughs) right. Melissa, Melissa once got 23,000 views. And I'm like, huh. I go, well, I put up a dog video last night and I go, I got like 800,000 now this morning and like 5,000 followers. He's like, what? Are you, are you kidding me? So he's like, let me see. I show him. He's like, dude, you're viral. I'm like, what? I don't even know. What does that mean? Am I contagious? Like, what is that? You're viral, dude. You broke it. Sure enough. Broke couple days. Yeah. I'm like, a couple days goes by. We get like 3.2 million views and I have like 8,000 followers or something. All on like one a, video of her moving that mat around. One video. One video. Got like 15,000 reshares. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, well, I'll throw up a few more, you know, of just old ones I had in my phone. Just my as a puppy. And we had just gotten Livia like two months earlier. So I just threw up two more old puppy videos. Those ones got a couple hundred thousand. Now I got like 12, 15,000 followers. I'm like, all right, well, I'm always with my dogs. Like I've always been a dog person. Like the one thing that I'll say is anyone who knows me and I think 
what you see on my content, it's me. Like, it's just me being genuine. I'm not trying to fake nothing. I just, I love my dogs. I'm hanging out with them, talking dumb stuff off my head. And next thing you know, it turned into, all right, let's keep posting stuff. And we're getting offered, you know, uh, not necessarily money at the time, but it was, you know. Dog food, toys. Yeah, dog food, to- yep, treats. We got hooked up with a crate company where um, we were selling crates for them and stuff. So it just kind of like slowly progressed. And now two years later, we are sitting with, you know, able to make some money and substantial followers and doing something we love. So it's turned into something very cool. It's so crazy how just that one night you're like, oh, let me try this. Let me see what's because like literally there's things on the wall to see what stick. And so few of us actually get something to stick. Right. Well, yes. Right? And, and that's good. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I'm like, and it's crazy because you see so many people who they might have that one video, but then that's it. Right. They had one good video. And I was always like, that. Oh, man, maybe I'm just like that. And as things progress, it turned into okay, I figure out what people like. I know this now. And I just kept doing things that they seem to laugh at or get views, so to speak. With the dogs, no less, which yeah, again, right. is, I don't know. I mean, I have a dog, you know, you've seen her on the video. Yeah. She can't be here right now because she's so effing annoying when I try to resume <laughs> or a podcast or anything. She wants to be like the star of it. So if I posted that, it would probably be like me fighting her right now. And people would right. go, is what you're telling me? As opposed to your celebrities that are yeah, just see? in the background. Everyone thinks sure. they're they're a lot of energy, but at the same time they crash easily. But but yeah, yeah you're right. Puppies too, though. So all puppies, right? Two years old, they are. Uh, no, four and threes. But oh, yeah, no. still still uh, puppies, so to speak. Lots of energy, but yeah, they crash hard, which is nice. Yeah, no, mine is just an eight year old pain in the ass. Who you know, my family insisted we needed a dog, and she's right. Like I'm like, how did this happen again? This is our third dog, and. We figured with the boys, they were way young. I mean, eight years ago, Finn was whatever he was. Good Lord, five, six when we got her. And no, she's still my dog. I'm like, I spend the least amount of time here and she's still my dog. Oh, yeah. But that connection, man, there's nothing better, right? I mean, I'm a dog. They almost had me for a second one uh, during the pandemic when it was like, you know, oh, my God, we can't leave our house and we need to get a dog. Like everybody got pandemic animals. And I'm like, no. I pick up <laughs> crap. No one else picks up the dog. Oh no, we'll do it. I'm like, do it for a week. And yeah, like, right. No one did it. Yeah, we're gonna double the turd volume here just by getting another one. Who's gonna exactly. sign up for that? Yeah, which too isn't. And and you have two dogs. I've had to. I had a uh, before we have. Uh, so Clarice is a, is a pit Dalmatian for anybody who's never seen her on my social media, uh, which is an interesting combination because the Dalmatians are just so stubborn. And she is the stubbornest, hard-headed. Mm. Want to say it? Want to say it? it? I love her to death. I love my doggy to death. God, she's stubborn, man. Yeah. Uh, we had boxers before that, and listen, when you have one, adding another one isn't really that big of a deal, aside from yes. food and more poop to pick up. It's, yeah. Uh, what do I say? Besides that, I say it was the best decision we made because now we have an acre of property, so they are on an invisible fence. We put them out, and it's like have a blast. I'll look out my window. They're chasing each other. We still go out and play fetch with them and stuff like that. But I'm like, they get all their exercise together. and That's a blessing. So yeah, hopefully my kids don't listen to this part, but we're still not getting another one because Clarice is getting old. See, now, so we're good. See, dog life with Brett said we should get another one, dad. I think we should. He dad, he's got mil- millions of views on TikTok. You should, should follow him. Like, look, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, this is my life. Like, and I'm sure you get this now because 
look, I, I've been moderately successful on social media, right? No way in, in anything like you have with any video that I've been involved in, even with half naked girls working out, that's not gotten that many views. Like, Cause they weren't looking at me. They were looking at them. Right. You know, I'm sure you have become some type of like a dog whisperer on, on social media, right? So yeah, like we've had a, connected with a lot of cool people and stuff and a lot of German shepherd people, but that's kind of how the video you saw came about. The um, dog came to the fire station was I was on shift and the cops, um, if again, if anyone doesn't know that I put up a video, basically it was a stray dog or a lost dog that the cops took in, in the city I work at. And the one cop comes over. And of course I came out of, uh, we're living in a trailer right now. I should say that our station's getting renovated. So we're like eight miling it in a trailer behind this. Yeah. It's, it's coming it's, for me. We're, we're yeah. literally the plans were just Doing the same thing. Uh, we don't know we're, we're <laughs> there's a lot of us, right? So my house is a double house with the deputy um, mm -hmm. and we just hired more people. So now sometimes we're even a triple house with a rescue and service. And like, like we can't go in a, we, you know how many trailers we, we need a trailer park to make this. Yes. With right. 14 people sometimes are in my station living there for 24 hours. I'm like, we, we can't have, no, no it's, you can't have that little room. The little bump out with four bunk beds for four grown men is not going to work. So and no matter how much you like your shift mates, you're going to hate them with stuff. <laughs> We're all like, just there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere right. to go. You're in each other's face all the time. Yeah, and God forbid when you are trying to sleep, someone wakes up to pee at 4 a.m., slams the door, and you're like, mm, you know. Takes the whole trailer. Like, or there's some dick on his phone all night, like, doing yeah. his, his TikToking away. Like, you know. I will say that at least me as a young mid-millennial, whatever you want to say, I at least know the volume control. I think every guy at the fire station has the old man who's just sitting there, and it's like full blast Fox News or whatever. And you're like, Jesus, dude. Like, down a little bit, huh? What? <laughs> You literally I cast that guy, and that is the truth. Right? It's in every firehouse, like full floor, Fox yeah. News all the time on their phone. Like, you see, you see this shit? You see? What's like, doing right. that? Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, every, it, it's so funny, too, because <laughs> again, and this happens in, in all culture societies or whatever and yeah. it's been a, a topic on on the big show on the national fire radio show of like oh all these kids and their phones and all they are is on their phones and put them down during dinner and this that man i can walk into any one of my stations and whether you're uh the three-month kid who's straddled to the floor watch desk or you're yeah. the 28 year old 28 year veteran you're doing there it is you're doing it man they're on right everybody's yeah. on their phones my father yeah. my father's 85 years old and he is sitting there like trying to scroll on his phone <laughs> unsuccessfully but he does it and that's what he's doing it's just the way life is these days right said i had a new match on tinder is that good oh two matches <laughs> he's don't, that... tell him, don't tell him about that he's now he's going to uber so i'm working on uber with him to get him some rides places so we don't need tinder <laughs> Uber. I'm Ubering my my Tinder date to my house with a DoorDash burger. No big deal. I do appreciate his podcast listens though, because it's one more download for the podcast. So dad, yeah. I, I appreciate that I taught you how to listen to the podcast. Shout out dad. Yeah. Tinder for everyone. I don't judge. That's, that's it, right? It's a whole yeah. new ball game of this thing that I mean, look, again, a little older than you, but the first one of these I got, my parents were like, you're getting this because you have a car. 
and yes. you only use it in an emergency and like sure shit like three months into having my license i hit someone and i'm like oh, i gotta call my parents <laughs> it's time <laughs> it's the worst phone call ever and you're right that it's it doesn't affect age again the younger crowd is worse but like you said you walk into the fire station we'll be sitting there and we'll, we'll yell at each other i work with a couple of close friends who are my age and like we we'll like dude you know finally settle down at the end of the night oh let's watch a movie dude let's put something on and no phones we'll, you know we gotta look at each other put them down dude no wives no girlfriends no tiktok and brett i'm like i'm the only one getting yelled at for that like don't worry about your views and uh you it's hard you know as sad as it is it's the truth you know we're just stuck to it it is. I mean, this thing lights up. I mean, even now while we're doing it, my thing's lighting up and I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's probably not important. I'm I'm busy doing this, but it's still there, right? It's in yeah. my periphery. Um, but there's so much good that can come out of it too. And I think that goes back to your social media and too that that I know is a big part of your page is that positive message or just yep. I don't want to say that you're out there making a positive message. You're just having fun. You know, you're just yes. making people laugh. And, and that's my biggest thing when I started it, it started to take off. And again, it's 95% the dog stuff and bringing laughs that way. But I've had a few videos where I just put up me ranting a joke and gotten, you know, 700, 600,000 views. So I like to throw in that stuff too. And just anything that again, can bring as lame as it sounds relief. Cause I'm like, I look at social media, like you said, it can be the best thing in the world. And it can be terrible. I mean, even dog videos, Pep, you would, the hate that I've gotten on dog videos, believe it or not, just like people like they'll see a video and like Maya has her ear down and she's like, oh, I bet you he picks the dog in the ribs on the weekend looks abused to me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'll be like, look at my videos. What are you talking about abusing my dogs? Or they'll just, I put up a video once they were both in my yard, my yard, and they were simultaneously taking a dump. And I just put up some video. I'm like, this is dog people's dream, right? Like, we're getting this done early life is good someone comments multiple people i should say why didn't you pick up the dog poop man i'm like it was in my yard like it's what are you yard. talking about They're like still you should pick it up be a better person i'm like okay i'm sorry man <laughs> i'll pick it up on tuesdays for you if that's better like, i swear you should have your next video should have been like and here's for all the people that need to see this and yes. pick up the dog poop like i'm actually doing it and that's the hard part is i'm I've been the same way since I was a kid where I, as much as I will open my mouth very quickly and speak my mind, usually for 90% of the time for someone else, but in the right of good, but I'm also the first person to apologize when I screw up or I do something stupid, but that with social media is tough because I've legit handed the Bible. I've been to the other room and post a video that's just started to take off and someone will leave some stupid comment. And before I can type back, my girlfriend looks at everything. You know, she's always reading comments. She goes, Brad, what? Don't do it. I'm like, huh? Nothing. Don't do it. I'm like, no, no, she's going to get it. Don't. I mean, it's she just so, knows it's that so it's not worth hard engaging. not to. Yeah, it's yes. hard not to, but it's yes. so worth not engaging. Because yep. even in the early days of 555, we were getting that all the time from just, it was just, it's just craziness. And we're like, we're, we're just trying to get people to work out yeah everyone wants to critique everything it's not every little thing like oh my god that guy should like oh just let him work out let him go have yes. his and it gives you this like you know we all call them the keyboard warriors but this silent mm -hmm. opinion that you feel like you can just say whatever you want you know yep yep and that's what's tough is because again there's no someone in your face is going to be like hey what the hell man or what's your problem it's just well i said it and then that's it you know and that's where it's hard because like you said, good and bad of social media. 
there's trolls, whatever, just people leaving dumb stuff. And I'm like, I always use social media for to get a laugh. I mean, even when it wasn't me, I was looking for it. I wanted to watch comedy stuff. You know, I was always a big Bill Burr and uh, Tom Segura fan. So I'd look for comedy stuff to watch or dog videos that were funny. And, and I was like, oh, wait, now I got a following. I could do this. This is cool. So at least people, even if it's a minute, some of the coolest comments, messages I've gotten is just someone like needed this today. You know, thanks yeah. for this today. And I'm like, man, that's cool. You know, just that one minute of relief in your day because you watch these girls or me say something stupid or do something is, is very cool. And that's it too. That for all the trolls and keyboard warriors and negative comments, all you need is that one positive. And you're like, yep, yes, I'm going to keep doing this, man. Let me keep yeah. going with this and let me keep moving on because people yeah. are stupid and that doesn't matter. So if you know me and you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, I'm always looking for new ways to make myself hashtag better than yesterday. Well, I came across a new way with an awesome company out of Canada called New Breath. I've been using their tub for cold exposure therapy for over a month now, and my body just seems to feel better and better each day. It's no secret that I love to work out, and I'm always sore, but taking a cold plunge each day has really changed that, for lack of a better term. Now, I'm still sore. I'm just not as sore. I spend about 10 minutes in the tub, three to five days a week, in as cold as I can get the water using some large ice blocks. And it's been great. My body feels better, my sleep numbers have increased, and the general resiliency, I guess you can say, has been great for me. Because getting in that water truly takes your breath away each and every time. You have to focus, you have to calm yourself, and you have to control your breathing to get into that zen-type state. So you can learn more about them by heading to their website, newbreath.ca and save yourself some cash if you're looking to make a purchase of one of their tubs by using code the size up at checkout yes yep for sure and even with like work like we were you know not to revert back to the fire station of all Boston, but like i said when i first started this and started like it's so embarrassing to say but like doing voiceovers of the dogs where i'm talking as the dogs trust me when you walk into the firehouse and guys are like saw your new video man so dogs are talking now you gonna be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool right and then but now as things have progressed like i mean i get texts from guys all the time dude oh my god that new one was so funny you know we do a bunch of ones where my and livia are having conversations and yep. i just voice over with an edit and guys are like where do you come up with this i go i don't sleep i go that's what i come up with it i go i'll be laying there i'll be like you know how would my and livia discuss this and i'll just sit there and then i think of it in my head and i'm like oh it's 2 a.m okay well remember this tomorrow so I'm trying hard to remember to try to actually edit it and then do it. But uh, that was actually one of my questions that I had for you was like, how do you come up with this stuff? But now I got it. You don't sleep. And yeah, and it is like I've I've always um, I actually just saw something the other day. Do you know who the comedian Matt Reif is? I do not. He's, he's he's this guy blowing up on TikTok and all that. But stand up comedian, super funny dude. And uh, he put out something and he was talking about lack of sleep, said his creative mind like basically stops him. And I told my girlfriend, I go, look, I'm not alone. And I go, by no means am I Matt Reif. Okay, people, I'm not just a small comparison. But to me, I'm like that, not only with them coming up with something, but I just let my mind wander at night so bad. I'm that guy that like, if I hold the door for someone and they didn't say thank you, you're, I'm thinking, you're I'm th on. yeah, I'm thinking about that at midnight. Like, man, that person, what does he go home to? You know, <laughs> just, prick. Okay. yeah, it's just like he doesn't racing. Right. So usually it's good because then when I, I come up with good stuff at night and 
So I have like, I'll write stuff down, at least like little notes on my phone. Like, I remember this, this is a good idea. And then. But you hear so many business people that do that. I know I was doing it for a while when, when we were trying to grow the not-for-profit where like mm-hmm. I was waking up at 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, I've, I've solved the problem that I had today. Let me write it down because I'm not going to yes. write the next one. Um, <laughs> and, and that's worse. A notebook like this, like next to the bed for years, I was doing that. Um, and I guess now I don't do that anymore. So either I don't have good ideas or, you know, I'm just sleeping too well. So. Or you're remembering better because that's the worst when you wake up and you're like, I knew it last night. Like I knew it. What was it? And- I'm a hundred percent not remembering better. So I think it's just, I'm sleeping better and the ideas are just not there anymore. <laughs> the idea fairy has left me. Maybe it's, that only happens in your thirties. So do it all now because when you hit your 40s, Rush. the idea fairies moved on to, to someone with right. views or something. Oh, yeah. One thing we won't touch. No cats. <laughs> no cats. I've had, uh, I get, I get people all the I've had a bad experience with cats. So I'll let you go first and then I'll do mine of cat experience. Oh, you got one. I have a few. I have one that's like really bad. Let it rip. Let it rip. I don't know. It's that bad. You don't talk about it. Were you attacked? Like a cheetah? I was attacked by a puma once, um, but that's actually not the worst. Like, yeah, this How is that not the worst? The puma attack is not the worst. Puma, the puma, the puma paw that came out from behind the bu- under the building we were trying to lift. Yeah, that isn't the what? worst. Yeah, I had my had my sleeve. Oh, it was craziness. Yeah, big. Was it a cat. kit? Was it like a kitten that didn't like you, and you were just like, man, it's, it was the cat. We were trying to save, on that one. We were trying to save the kitten, and the guy was like, "Yo, there's a big black cat down here. You guys should watch out." It was a puma. My partner and I both agreed. Was like, no, that's not my worst. <laughs> My worst see, I, I, I was, and I'm like, I'm not going to talk about cats with this guy because he's going to probably get me to tell the story because I don't rarely tell this one anymore. See? I used to be a dispatcher. Okay. Where I was a firefighter. I guess I should timestamp this too, being it's actually going to happen here. But, <laughs> and one morning I picked up the 911 phone at like six o'clock in the morning after a night shift, and it was a woman screaming in like a broken uh like polish lithuanian type accent that she was giving him his medicine yeah and he's not (laughs) and he's not breathing is what she said and i'm like all right so here we go like cpr dispatch fire ems pd medics me ma'am you know is is, can you listen you see his chest rising put your fingers on his his, your hand on his chest like the cpr was so so good the 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 video has been cut or the audio has been cut and played at like american heart association award dinners because of the dispatcher giving appropriate cpr instructions to someone and you know everybody got there and i'm like all right ma'am go go let them in like here they are and i leave and then it it comes across on the radio that everybody was canceled what do you mean cancel like we don't cancel on I just gave this woman CPR instructors. Like it's either going to be a pronouncement or, you know, right. CPR in progress. And it was a guy who I was really good friends with. And he came across like our non-recorded talk around channel to dispatch. And he's like, yeah, this was for a cat. And my heart dropped and I'm like, son of a bitch. I literally went outside and stood on the double yellow line and for a few seconds was like, if a car hits me, yeah. everyone will forget. I just gave CPR instructions to a cat and maybe I'll get away with this one, which clearly I've never been able to leave that. Fluffy has flatlined and it's not coming back. A hundred percent. Like, and this was like, they were like, and so then 
you know, obviously the jokes have flew flown, you know, repetitively since then and to this day. I mean, in in the beginning it was horrible with the jokes were just like we've been canceled by the cool cats of the first aid squad and there was lots of meowing and purring. Yeah. Like, I was just gonna say, I imagine lots of meows over the radio. Lots for of meows over the yeah. next night. Like I had dispatchers from like other comm centers pranking us with thing. It was just it was out of control. But when you listen back to the tape, like because we all listened to it, obviously multiple yeah. times. Everyone I know is like, bro. In the beginning, she's like, my cat. But like it was so you quick. Can't hear it. Yeah, and like I usually like the phone wasn't probably right near my ear for just that little bit, and I just missed that one little thing that would have changed the course of that. So for all you know, Meekat is some foreign name that you don't know. You're like, yeah, Mister Meekat. Yeah, he's, he's dead, a... and we need to help him. Like, See, I like you, man. No one ever tries to stand up for the dispatcher. On I got that. you. No one tries yeah. to stand up for me, but the funny guy on Instagram. So, See? but it so cats. I'll say mine now. Right. So yeah, yeah. probably why I love dogs so much is. My mom is a crazy cat lady. Shout out, mom, if you see this, okay? She <laughs> worked for the APL, so she would always rescue cats and stuff. Now, in my opinion, Pip, cats are too many as soon as they become plural. So once it's over one, too many cats. My mom was rocking eight to 10 minimum. Oh, my God. Standard. So I lived at home with that till I was 26. And not like just like normal cats, like all the mutants, like the X-Men reject cats that no one wanted because like, there was literally one with... from the shelter, yeah. Right. Like my mom would come home and be like, look, Harvey's gonna stay with us. Go, like, oh, what's wrong with Harvey? And they turn around, he's missing his face. Half of his face is gone. And she's like, No one wanted him. I'm like, Yeah, I'd want a full cat too. I'm not paying full price for 75% of a cat that doesn't have a face. She's like, Isn't he cute? I go, Okay, to some, not to us. His food's falling out. There'd be one that would only come out at night. Like you'd only see him just eyes glowing. Like, I'm 22 living at home, right? So I'm coming home late. I would like come in in this little black cat. I'm like, you know, tuned up from hanging out downtown. I just see like eyes just staring at me. I'm like, don't do it. Stay like, back. Stay back. Yeah, I love my mom, but I'll punch you, cat, if you attack me. So <laughs> after eight to ten cats, it was like, yeah, dogs are pretty cool. <laughs> dogs are way we're going to get wrecked by the cat people if they listen to this podcast. Like all oh. the cat people out there. And I said it too there, but they're going to wreck yeah. us. Oh. And my mom, like, thankfully, credit mom she she's helped so many cats it's all good-hearted she's rescued so many she also is the one that like she'll take one for like two weeks and she'll be like i had to put it down and i'm like god bless you because even cats no matter what it is i'm like i don't want to have to kill anything so she's done a lot of good but i was like you just keep that good at your house and don't bring it over here you know shout out mom shout out you guys probably don't get along with cats they can't come over anyway I brought Maya over. That was my favorite thing. One of actually one of the first videos I posted too was Maya. I brought her over. There. I'm like, I've been waiting for this. So I'm like, Mom, Maya was seven weeks when I got her. I'm like, brought her over and the one fat cat caught her in the face and Maya backed up. And I'm like, did I get a German Shepherd or what is this thing? I'm like, what are we doing being afraid of cats right now? But since then, yeah, now that they're bigger, no, they don't go to mom's house. You they sit in the truck if we go by. <laughs> yeah, too, too many cats for you two to, to chase yeah. around and do whatever you could possibly do when you catch them. So, but that video too that my brother in law sent me, we kind of talked about it and, and glazed over. Mm -hmm. You know, we all, in most, I would say, if you're a firefighter, have had a dog dropped off at the firehouse. I know I've had mm -hmm. several in my career. And, you know, everybody's outside and they're playing with it and, you know, they're trying to feed this dog and we're like just waiting for animal control to come. 
and a few have actually like I know a few friend my department guys have taken or we found someone that was like oh I know my mm-hmm. mother wants a dog like here cool take this random pit we found here and right it's your dog now once they scan it and, and get it checked out or whatever um but you made that video about it and that video was was epic like dude and it's funny because again everything I do I shouldn't say that there, there's some obviously that I know like all right I'm making the girls talk and that's a video just for that but most of my stuff that's been good it's been just me with my phone taking it out me talking with the dogs and that one like i said the cops found this dog and uh i came back into the bay floor and the cops are with this dog he's like hey dog guy you know now i'm the dog guy like you said right i got that rep like hey dog dog guy why don't you do something with the dog man like hey and i'm like who's is it oh it's a stray we found i'm like you guys are holding on to him and they're like yeah we're just keeping them in a crate in the you know the sally board and at the police and i'm like all right, I go, well, when we finish dinner, man, like, leave it open. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come let him hang out with us and, you know, play with us. So I brought him out, and we were all just playing with him. He was hanging out with our shift and just, hang. again, we're in the trailer right now. So he's in the trailer in and out. And uh, I was actually out on the bay floor with my buddy who was in on overtime, and he took a phone call, and I was sitting there with uh, what the internet nicknamed him, Blaze. We didn't have a nickname for Rocking. him at the time. But, the, right, I'm like, solid name. And uh, – I just literally walked out there and I was like, all right, man, you want to walk around and see the trucks? And I'm just videoing and rattling off dumb stuff off the top of my head. And uh, when I sat down, I showed my buddy like just a couple of videos I took. And he looked at me, he's like, you got to make, you got to make a video of that. He goes, that, that's a dude, like, that's a good one, you know? Yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. You know, again, we just hung out with him for a few hours and he went back with the cops and the next day I'm like, oh, I'll put this up. And that was one of what, eight point three million views or something on TikTok, like one of the highest views that we've gotten. And I was like, holy crap. And I mean, you was, had to make a part two. You had to make the follow-up to say what happened yeah. to the dog, right? Like, dude, I had people like, again, just like crazy cat people. There's crazy dog people. And they're like coming at me like, listen, we need an update. Who do we have to call to get this dog to be a firehouse dog? I'm like, all right, like tone it down. Let's not form a rally for this. All right, the dog's good. It has its um, own Instagram page already. We've made one. Right. Well, then that's what people are asking, like, where's Blaze's Instagram? You got to do it. And I'm like, so what had happened to him was, uh, I think it's the head of the service department or a building director. Guy saw him. He adopted him. So he had just lost a pit bull. Perfect timing. He yeah. took it in. And uh, so it was awesome. Right. And I'm like, heard that he took him. And I'm not close with the guy. I've never even met him face to face. But I get his number. and I'm like, hey, can you send me a few pictures? I'm like, this sounds really dumb. But the Internet wants answers. And he's like, oh, I heard about the TikTok great stuff here you go send me a couple pictures so i was able to share with people but they're like yeah what are they gonna do i'm like the guy's like 60 you think he's gonna make a tiktok tomorrow because you guys saw i'm sorry but it's not happening you know this is not a sitcom this is just what happens in my life like this is just my day to day and the dog got right so yes all is happy yeah right it's a win and it was funny because our our chief did try afterwards we had talked about making him a station dog which would have been really cool but he got adopted quick and it would still be hectic right now with the trailer stuff, but it was on the table because everyone was rooting for that. Like he's got to be your station dog now, which would have been awesome. I mean, the the only downfall, which this is the backstory behind Blaze, was again we're living in a trailer, so everyone's like cool with me bringing the dog around. We're all playing, but I'm like, dude, jump on me. He's in the recliner. He's rolling around. He's sleeping on me. Right? He's like not attacking, but playing with other guys, all that, and. uh, Later that night, my buddy's uh, girlfriend and kids came up to see him. They're like, oh, we want to see this dog. They come up, and his uh, girlfriend's like, Brett, I think he's got fleas. Oh. I'm like, 
no, he's that's just what he does. He likes black spots. It's like pepper for him. It's not fleece. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And she's like, Brett, that's fleece. So she looks down. Sure enough, he's got fleece. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> so I got to go back into the trailer. And they're like, what are you doing with all this? I'm like, I'm just cleaning the recliner. Why are you cleaning the recliner? Well, I don't know. Maybe the dog has fleas. Maybe he doesn't. And they're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, hey, I had to be like the me, cops okay? set us up. The cops didn't tell me that. They must have known it. They're the right? Blame them. I'm like, now we're really a trailer park. We got fleas in this. Like we're we're one meth lab away from living the dream. Like what is going on here? It is pretty amazing though that you you are seeing this like resurgence of station dogs because of their calming ability. You know, like even yeah. my kids in school, my kids in middle school, there's a pit that hangs out with the uh, one of the counselors. And really, that's awesome. Guy, like, like a therapy dog, like just. Yeah. To, and you know, if the kids want to, this you know, because when it started, it was like they were going to introduce a dog in school. And if your child would not like to interact with the dog because of fear, like, please fill out this yeah. Google sheet Sign here. or whatever. Yeah. Like, or your child doesn't have to interact with it. Um, meanwhile, my boys are like, oh, the dog came to class today. It was awesome. Like, Best day ever. <laughs> yeah, like we hung out. It just likes being petted at recess. And yep. it's the same as in, you know, the emergency services. Like a dog comes in, the sure. everybody's demeanor changes. Yep. And I think so. Again, Gusta, foreign Lithuanian, everyone. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend, she's a nurse, right? So she deals with the same stuff we do long shifts, seeing stuff that ain't normal. And uh, we both say it all the time. The dogs are such a uh, mental health relief. You know, I'm like, to me, coming home from shift and having that morning coffee in the backyard with the dogs and just they're excited to meet you. They're so happy to see you again. I'm like, man takes the edge off you know does her, hospital, so have a, does her hospital have a dog like a therapy dog that comes in or no they i don't i think they do like the yeah i think they bring in like every once in a while she just said she sent me a video like a couple of weeks ago and she's like so and so the therapy dog stopped by our floor but she's on a cardiac icu so their patients are pretty out of it but yeah. they do have them i think down there which i joked with her i'm like we should make my and livia therapy dogs she goes you think people want german shepherds running up and down the floor i go i would i don't know maybe, <laughs> it could be fun would. yeah no my wife my wife's a physician assistant she works in a hospital oh, okay they have therapy dogs there all the time it's attached to awesome. a pediatric hospital so there's almost always one there like they Perfect. like a rose she worked at one hospital for a while where it was one dog it was always the same dog but the one she's at now i think they just rotate dogs through yeah is a, is a easy way to put it yeah but such a big yeah. mentally just that little bit of calm in a bad situation is just amazing for sure and that's again to me like what you see with me is what you get like i'm not like faking love for dogs for views or anything i'm like this is just i go ask anyone i know they'll be like you want to do something i'm like i'm good man i'm gonna stay at home with the dog <laughs> like oh, what are you doing i'm in the backyard drinking beer or coffee with the dogs i'm good like i'm they're just peace man they bring so much joy and laugh and it helps not only in everyone's life but especially with us i think and uh the stress it comes with the job at times you know yeah, it's just unconditional love it's like having a baby oh. like where they're just yeah. unconditional like then they get older and they get uh, i always tell people i'm like yeah you're lucky your kid doesn't have an opinion yet wait till they get an opinion like and then it all goes down that is <laughs> especially when they get an opinion about you or they're like my little wise asses that are just me in well i i can't really call them mini anymore because they're about to be the same height as me but like 
or the dog. It's just the dog. She's just always yeah. nice. Like always you can't get mad at the kids because you're like, wait, you just said what? Like, oh, that's what I would have said. Damn it. <laughs> Last night, my little guy, my little guy wanted to scare my big guy while he was in the shower. And I kind of set myself up. I knew he was going to do it. I told him, I'm like, don't do that. Like not while he's in the shower. And I knew he was going to not listen to me. So I had my wife, I like, gave her that thing that turned the light off. So it looked like I left. Dude, I scared the hell out of him last night. And he was like, he was like, see how that feels? It was such a good one, dad. That was such a good one. I was like, yes. And like, I'm crying, laughing at him. But it's just those fun things. And, you know, what you're doing with, with the Instagram videos, it's not just with the dog, though. So let's not the dogs. Let's not like leave out your girlfriend who seems to be the butt of a few of your videos as well. Jokey. So very much so I'm blessed that she has a sense of humor or else we wouldn't be together now almost four years. She can deal with my shenanigans and constant chaos. And again, I think any good relationship, I always say she's my best friend. You know, we have a great time doing anything from the simplest things to going out, whatever. Um, but yeah, she can take the dumb things I say, constant jokes, scaring, anything like that. Like you said, similar stuff. She does it to me though. Like she'll scare me and then I'll get angry. And she's like, why are you upset? I'm like, cause you scared me. What are you talking she's about? She's got a video of that. She's not videoing that to get you back for that. Like I would totally be like, I gotta get yeah. back. Like the one in the car, like, the, like when she was driving was. Oh, in Arizona. Yeah. That was probably the best one. And the I actually with felt. The Twizzlers is, I was like. No. So. I want to say, if anyone, the video Pip's talking about is I made a video joking about how all women are in the car, right? And how they don't listen to directions, break, break, do this, love, they're, they're screaming, yeah, drinking, like, that's my girlfriend to a T. Like, everywhere we go, she's like, can I bring a road pop? I'm like, no, you can't bring a road pop. You don't, we're going to the corner store. We're going to Applebee's. Like, just one, just one. I'm like, no. Um, but yeah, that one, when we were, we were in Arizona. And finally, we got this cool convertible Mustang. We're doing a cool ass road trip. And she hadn't drove yet. She's like, I want to drive. I go, You like, don't feel obligated, but you want it? She's like, Yeah, I want to drive. I'm like, Okay. I'm like, Good. I got an idea. She's like, What? I go, I'm going to be you for the next 20 minutes. So I kid you not, everything that I filmed was within 20 minutes. I'm just berating her constantly. And she's like, you're, you're, you're doing that for a video, aren't you? I'm like, Yep. I'll have it edited by the time we get to our next destination. That's fine. Man. Just ride for five, drive for five more minutes. Yeah. I'll have it edited and posted, and then I'll take the yep. I'll take the wheel. We're out. good. <laughs> but it's so funny to see things like that, and like I love on social media too the folks that that set up. And I don't even know what their account is called, but like they shoot the the balloon that falls on. Falls down. Yeah, yes. there's a couple of couples that are out there doing that, and I'm like, God, the amount of time these folks put into doing this. And God bless them because they have aim. I'm like, if I tried to do that with Goose, I'd end up shooting an arrow in her forehead and I'd just be under investigation. Like there'd be no video. It's like we tried, but now she's got this mark here. What happened? Well, not an archer, honey. Sorry. Tried my best. And then they got to <laughs> clean it up. I'm like, God, then you got to clean up the mess you just made. Like there's no right? way you could do this. Like not worth it. I'm like I'm out. But I probably have more views than you though. So there is that end of it. If they're looking for the views. Maybe. Got a few good ones. <laughs> so I have now I left too. I say this like guys I work with again, it's it's taken off where yeah, I still got my balls busted, but they're like, wait, you're making money? You're you're doing this? Like, oh that video is really funny. And you know, so it's nothing but good stuff mainly that I get back from you guys at the fire station. Um, but now like their kids are seeing it. <laughs> so like I got a buddy whose daughter is like 20 and he's like, dude, he just text me out there. He goes, 
dude, she won't leave me alone. She wants to know how to get TikTok famous. What do you do? And I'm like, well, tell her, you know, you got to find a niche and stick with it and make relatable content. And he's like, all right, that's what I told her. And I'm like, well, I don't know that. I guess the only good thing is I'm like, I'm living a 17-year-old girl's dream. I'm like, that's it. That's something to be proud about. You were a certified TikTok expert in the fire service world, pretty much. Right. I'm like, and I laugh because the only thing, I'm not spiteful with many things, but the one thing that makes me kind of happy is in my millennial type age group is there was a lot of girls that I know that just tried so hard showing things they shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like they were trying so hard to get popular and they were just picture after you, you know, out to brunch with my bitches and like this and all these catchphrases. And I know that they just hate me because they're like, this stupid jerk put up a dog video. He's got a 400,000, 100,000 followers here. It's stupid. I hated him in high school and I hate him more now that he's TikTok famous and I can't. I know it irks a few of them, and I'm like, it makes me so happy that I'm like, yeah, I just, I didn't have to work as hard as you to try to, like, it just happened naturally, you know, like, I didn't force it. it. You should have talked to me at the dance. You shouldn't have left me in the corner. Right? Starting to look pretty cool now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's a great way to kind of rest, start wrapping this one up around the hour mark. <laughs> This is what it's all about. I had no idea we'd go into this direction here, but I love every minute of it for sure. Yeah, and it's been good. And again, that's, uh, like you said, tying everything all together. It started as nothing, but it's something simple to just put out videos. And um, again, we both know there's so much bad in social media. It's nice to try to be some sort of small positivity or or just doing something simple. And um, again, with, a lot of crap out there that we all have to see not only in work but just in the real world in this crazy yeah. world and, and to be that honest with you, like i'd rather see when i'm scrolling my social media feed i'd rather see pages like yours than when i go read the news you know because right. news sources that are there and i try not to follow that because i'm like this is like my escape you know this yeah. is one of my places to be where i can keep up with friends and what their kids are doing and keep up with sports and things but also like laugh my ass off at some stupid dog videos Right. Yep. And I think that's what everyone has, again, not necessarily dog videos, but a niche that they're looking for, whether they're watching some guy smoke meat for six hours. But like you said, it's relief. You know, I go, there's a niche. And I still get guys who say that to me, like a guy I work with, too, is like a mechanic type. He's like, dude, like I'm thinking about doing like videos where like I just fix stuff and I talk about it. I go, yeah, I go do it, dude. I'm like, I'm telling you, you think people wouldn't watch you fix your diesel truck? I'm like, without a doubt. How do you like, think I fix things in my house? I Google right? a video of it and I'm like, oh, this guy just did this. He has the yeah. same exact. What do you think when, when the stupid sound cord, right? Now, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, no one's talking about this. I'm like, where is someone show me how to open this thing? There's got to be a right. Like, I had, I had to search how to avoid hard rakes in my yard the other day, just now. So I'm prepared. Like, that's the only way they said to just use your eyes, which makes sense. But apparently, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Where can everybody find you before you get so famous and, and before you get the Netflix, uh, hour long Netflix documentary show, where, <laughs> that, where can they find you now? Let's go with that one. That'd be a dream. So, uh, if anyone's looking on TikTok, our name is dog life with Brett and then on Instagram laugh with Brett and, uh, we're on Facebook now too. We're trying to do the Facebook thing. That's just my name, Brett Dugas. And, um, we have YouTube laugh with Brett, but 
man, YouTube's a tough one to get into. That's a that's yeah. a tough one to break into. But you need we a little, put up long. You probably videos. need more. Like even though shorts are starting to become yes. YouTube shorts are big because my eleven year old is all into YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, I, I don't know how the feed works. It's just one more thing you got to figure out, right? Yeah, I've never I've been able to get a video to pop off, so to speak, and get a million views plus on every app, but not YouTube. YouTube just like you said, it's the longer type. Someone watching how to fix something for five minutes yeah. or whatever. But maybe one day, you know, another avenue to try to conquer. Listen, you got to get them out there because if you stop, yeah. someone else is going to do it. So you may as well. And you know, right. on the Facebook end, you know, reels are starting to become a bigger thing on mm -hmm. Facebook now too. So one yeah. more addition for you. Yeah, absolutely. And Facebook's nice because the people I've talked to, I've reached out who are doing similar things. That's where there's good monetization and they said it's easier to grow. So we're seeing growth pretty quick. So that's good too. See, you just said those words too. Again, monetization. Do not reach out to Brett for the secret of how to make money on social media. I will, I will give you that much unless, you know, that's a whole nother business you could start too. Yeah, I mean, and that's so I will say this because I'm brutally honest with all of it. So, probably the first two years, well, it's been two years. So, I'd say up until the past four months, about, you know, 18 months, didn't make nothing, you know, like a couple thousand, you know, probably I would say maybe 10 grand within that time period if anyone's curious about the money aspect. And then some things changed with TikTok and how you could get paid for views and stuff. And now we finally are starting to make a good income, you know, you know, thousands of months. It's definitely doable. It's just a matter of putting in that time and yes. continuing to put in that time and to keep up with what's relevant and to make, keep your content the same. You know what I mean? Yes. I that's a big end of it too for you. Right. Like yep. and you want to talk politics, probably not going to monetize that. Right. Yeah. And that's the my avenue of it's dog funny stuff while also incorporating my own jokes or stories or things like that. But like you said, you can't get too far this way or that way of like, what's this guy showing like i didn't come here for that you know you just gotta know your lane so to speak but i think it's doable for anyone who um, has a niche or wants to do it i mean it's it can be very fun if you're doing what you actually like to do it's awesome and see we made you the star of this is going to go on youtube on the national fire radio youtube channel and girls you missed your chance for youtube back there because hey. now oh, there she is she's like what easy oh, you're, to you're wake up here they are Hey, you can come. We come closer. Sit. See, I like to show too. They actually are trained internet. Okay, I just show the training stuff isn't funny. No one wants to see a dog sit for a treat. They want them running around and chaotic and talking, and sticking their ears up. Like yeah, right. <laughs> right. They really want the internet wants the dogs talking because right now anyone in their car is like, I can't see what's happening. These guys are idiots on their little show. Yeah, right. If you're missing out, you got to check out the actual on YouTube. Right. You do uh, so we, as long as we don't have the same uh, issue we had with Tracy's with the recording and the and the it, 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 it Tracy's episode basically looks like bad 1980s kung fu movies where our lips don't match our voice for some strange really movie. yeah so there are going to be some funny outtakes coming from that though because uh, well at least you got something right extra out of it and it is truly like it's called not a marriage podcast but we like argue because we're a married couple and that's what we do like we wouldn't be us yeah. if we weren't arguing it would be totally fake and so. i will say this before you end up too that i think it's cool that i didn't know your wife is a pa but i think uh in what we do having someone who's in that same field man right uh -huh. like i say i say it to goose all the time i'm like it's just so nice that when you want to talk they can understand but at the same time she gets home from a 12 hour shift and she's like, 
showers. Hey, you good? Yeah, I just want to go to bed. And that's it. And I'm and I'm the same way. And you know? understand why? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Give you a kiss and do your thing. Go on social media or turn on a movie and escape from whatever happened today. I'll be here when you need me. You know. Yep. And and here I'll do some self promotion. You know, episode thirty eight with with Tracy. We we talk a lot about our marriage. We her the real topic is that she is in palliative care. And we talk about the types of palliative care and part of the reason why we all as emergency responders and we as just people need to sort of be prepared to die. Um, She deals with so many people who are not, and there's a lot of things that you don't even know about. I didn't know about. No, Tracy started working in palliative care, but we have that bond back and forth. And I even talk about it in that episode where she was really bringing too much home. And it got to a point where I'm like, hon, you can't bring every case home to me. I can't. Right. I You can process these people do, dying all day. I'm like, I can't. I cannot yep. process these stories one or two a night. And that's about all I can handle. And God bless her. Because I say this to Goose all the time too. Why I have the most respect for nurses is our job. Where, you know, paramedics, as terrible as it is what we see, it's brief. There's no background. I mean, we get the, you're talking to someone, they have the heart attack and they die. Terrible. Sucks. You think about that forever. But I don't know their backstory, where their kids went. I don't know, you know, what job they did for 40 years. When you make that more connection, that's when, man, tough to bring home, you know. You could be in like your your girlfriend's in a cardiac ICU. She's with these people for sometimes months and their family and their family becomes friends with the people that work in the hospital. And, you know, it's just a totally different level to process these things. And it's something just like in the fire service, no one tells you in nursing school how this is going to happen mentally to you. You know, right. we are doing a better job preparing in the fire service, at least, you know, the, the recruits for, you know, you need to talk about these things. You need yep. to, you know, get more involved in these things, but it, it's the same type of a thing where, you know, they, they make bonds with these people. And again, Tracy's telling me these stories and I'm like, I don't want to hear about their 800 right. grandkids that you yeah. cycled through the room all like, no, please no. And then like each story or whatever, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm really yeah. good. Like, like tell the dog, she'll listen to you. Right. And that's the funniest because we do that. But at the same time, she's like, you want to think I want to hear about your BS drama from the fire station yesterday? And I'm like, yeah, that's actually pretty interesting if you want to hear the whole thing. <laughs> Listen, wait, wait until you're 20 years in and she's just like, yeah. And then this guy did this and then this guy did this. And I'm like, oh, clearly, you know about my day already. So I don't yeah, need right? to worry about it or like, oh, and then this happened this way. I'm like, I'm not even telling you the story because you already know what happened. So, yeah, thanks. Well, for again, man, I got uh, the respect for you, too, because you're doing the fitness thing. And I think along with the mental health stuff that we've talked about uh, not that I'm doing any proponent of it, but I think that too, right? Because what's the two number one killers of us, right? It's uh, heart attacks and suicide in the fire service. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think, and it's um, like yes, and cancer rates in there too. So yeah. it, it's a it's a it's a circle of you know right. what I, it's just overall it's it's health and wellness, right? We yeah. all have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of each other, and part of taking care of yourself is the fitness end of it because you just can't not. <laughs> easiest right. way to put it at this point like i'm yep. not telling you how to fitness i'm just telling you you should fitness right and it, and again like you probably have the same expectation i do no one's expecting anyone to be a track star or a bodybuilder or the world's strongest man but to me the most you know again people who are in the service they'll know you know clean shaven uniform tucked in this is how we're supposed to look presentable well the most unpresentable thing to me is the sloppy guy who's out of breath on a medic call because he can't walk up a flight of stairs like that to me is professionalism of looking the part, right? I mean, 
we signed up for this. When I was in my, my teaching days, I was, I was doing a lot in EMS and I'm like, you know, I can't stand it when my partner is talking to the patient about their seven stents that they got, or like they're comparing their diabetic meds and I'm like, or like, you know, they're complaining about the emphysemic patient at 3am that's 900 years old, but spent their whole life smoking and they're complaining about going on that call. And then I walk out to the ambulance and they're smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, right. like it's the same guys who like try to like we got to train we got to do this i go literally you getting out of the recliner you get out of breath like that's training for you what are you going to try to talk to me about it like again you got to walk the walk to talk the talk and it man and important is it? you know dude I, I love it man and, and now we're over and i don't really care because we're 10 minutes over the the hour oh, of the my hour. fault no 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 it's okay <laughs> but there really is no time limit it's just we found yeah. the sweet spot is like right just like you found the sweet spot probably for your video yeah the sweet spot for us is like an hour, but we're definitely going to have to talk more about this. And it's the thing again, that I love about this show and having this platform is I can meet total stranger slid into yeah. his DMS. Like, you know, I, I made the joke when we were coming up with five, 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 like I meet a lot of dudes online and a couple of chicks is the easiest way to put it. In the fire service, it's a lot of dudes and a couple of chicks. You know, I've been fortunate that the couple of chicks I met were definitely on the more attractive side of life and, yeah. and totally cool. Like they're even attractive. Doesn't matter. Just the most amazing girls and guys ever. But yeah, that was always my joke. Like meet a lot of dudes online. So now. See, I meet women. My girlfriend, Grusa will always say to me, she'll be like, you know, are you going to leave when you get TikTok famous? Are you going to leave me for some random girl? I go for what the 45 year old single mom who has three dogs who follows me. I go, that's my clientele. Okay. That's, that's my, that's my jam. demographic is that like, I'm like, you have nothing to worry about. I go, we're good, honey. Love you. <laughs> yeah, but if, if they have a big Instagram following and you have a big Instagram following, you could double the books and, you know, you got to tell her to get on, man. And again, I'm blessed with her because like her sister or like friends will be like, wait, like, wait, who's this girl? Who's this he talked to? And like, or he put up this and Goose is like, you should take your shirt off and go run around with the dogs. If it gets us, you know, if we get up there and the mama doesn't have to work, she's psyched, you know, like, get out there. Get out there. <laughs> that's every day. Are we, are we TikTok famous enough where I don't have to work? And I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. How come you get to quit before I get to quit? I go, I'm confused on that, honey. I go, I must be missing something. <laughs> are you big in, she's from Lithuania, right? You said mm -hmm. yep. you're big in Lithuania. I'm just curious now as we keep talking. So, um, I don't think so. I'd have to look at it. I'd, I'd be lucky if I have her family following me. I probably got her grandma. I got uh, Macheta. How do you say? Uh, grandma Lithuanian. She's over there maybe watching the videos. Uh, but they they moved over here when they were young. So they still got some family. And stuff oh, back God. There. oh, man. See, I thought you have a whole different audience. But all right, man, here we go. Let's get to the size up 10 here because everybody's Let's like waiting for this. So here we go. 10 quick questions that never go quick. Beach or mountains? Ooh, mountains. Night out or night in? Oh, night in. A good book or a good movie? I'm going movie because I can probably laugh from it a good comedy. True, true story there. <laughs> Cross country road trip. Who is your celebrity co-pilot? All right. I feel like this is going to be a general one that people are going to be like, really? I have two. Can I say two? You can, say, you can say whatever you want, man. There's really no rules here. I'd go Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Yeah. Just seems like a super cool dude, right? Like, sure. Not sure. only funny, but just like, I'd be like, this guy's chill, man. Like, we could talk about whatever. He just wrote a kid's book. Yeah, yeah wrote a kid's book. He, he had his Green Lights book, which I read was a great book and uh, always loved his acting. So I'm like, he'd be cool. 
the boys and I just watched Fool's Gold the other night. I'm like, boys, you got to watch this movie. It's epic. And like, they, even they, that, a rom-com, he makes it good, right? It's yeah. even entertaining to me and you. <laughs> um, and then the other one would be Kip Moore. He's my favorite country music artist. I've kind of always followed him. And same thing, just cool, genuine dude who I feel like I'd click with. And be You'd have to bring a guitar, with. though. Yeah, which I can't sing. He'd be like, dude, why don't we just listen to the radio, man? Stick to oh, the by dog. the way, Stick to the dog, I, I just realized that Goose is going to watch us and be like, why didn't you pick me? And I said celebrity, celebrity. Oh, thank God. I'll See, take it. Yeah. So the, the question initially was, I didn't have celebrity in there. And then everybody's like, well, I got to pick my wife or my, and they're like trying. And I'm like, yo, you realize you just said it that way. Right. Like you literally said it that way. <laughs> Go Maya, Olivia, Gusto in that order. Just kidding, honey. Just kidding. <laughs> so we changed it to celebrity because uh, the, the size up by National Fire Radio does not want to be responsible for divorces. So, <laughs> you know, we, we went celebrity. We're See, breaking I relationships. I can yeah. Amen. Not media. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you make your bed every day? No. Thanks for being honest. I appreciate I, it. But I will say that I make it, eh, yeah, not every day. There's some days I do. I usually don't make it. I'm not the morning person. Like That's my true. brother used to be like that where he'd flip it over. I'm like, mm, dude, I got coffee. I got to go. A million dollars right now or go back to 18 with a redo? That's a good question, Phil. Let me. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I would say I would take the million. And here's why. Because I'm happy and content with everything around me as far as Gusta and the dogs in the house. But damn, 18, you throw a thousand bucks in Tesla and Amazon. And I got way more than a million sitting here, you know. And I go, I could, would have started putting dog videos up in, you know, 13 years ago. You're in. Nobody would you be. You would be a game changer. But I like yeah. I like the answer. Just take the money now. So yeah, highways or back roads? Back roads every time. Every bucket, time. Bucket list place to visit. Place. So again, I said I was from Canada, and I moved there when I was ten. So I didn't appreciate the beauty of the mountains and stuff. British Columbia is where we grew up. So I would love. I went back once when I was fourteen, but still too young to appreciate it. I would love to go back there and see the mountains and show Gusta, like where we grew up and the lakes there and just the beauty of Banff National Park, all that stuff. Gorgeous. Wow. A bucket list Canada. Never thought. Right? Never thought I'd get that. As rare. Rare. Very rare. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Canada? <laughs> she's going to yell at me for that answer. Like, you are definitely said New in, Zealand? <laughs> yeah, you're definitely in trouble for that answer. Like, Bora, Bora, you fool. He said, but right. it's not a place we could walk to. <laughs> or worse, she's going to text me and be like, so that means we can go to Banff like next spring? And I'm like, Shit. <laughs> you're screwing yourself. <laughs> All right, this, this could be the hardest one, number nine here. Football or football? So I... This is where I'm going to lose anyone who did like me from this. I'm not a soccer guy at all. Like, I think any sport that ends 0 0 is hard for me. Um, so, definitely football. Right, Ted Lasso. But, I, <laughs> but like... I'm basketball first. I enjoy basketball oh, and then American football just because I, I never played in high school, but I always played with friends in my mid 20s. So, I think playing it, you enjoy watching something that you can play. But... I'm like the exact opposite. I can't stand basketball, but I think it's the height yeah. and, and you know, all that. So, Possibly. Yeah, right. 
which is fair. Again, I'm like, I sure as hell can't kick a ball, so I'm not watching soccer. No way. <laughs> My basketball career ended in like the fifth grade when everybody else grew and I didn't. <laughs> couldn't like, so I so I won't be dunking then? No, yeah. coach? Listen, I got mad ups, man. I can grab the net. I'm pretty proud of my little short set for ups, but and that's good because I'm the opposite. I'm, I mean, not tall. I'm six one, but I'm like my ass can barely grab it because I got little white boy hops that can barely get ten <laughs> inches off the ground. Like it's embarrassing <laughs> with my noodle legs. Uh, Tough. Dude, leg day is every day, son, and you get mad ups. I skipped it's a lot the of leg longest, days. I'm not gonna lie. By far the longest size up ten that I've done thus far, and this is the longest podcast now. So you have that as your, uh, your like the thing leg. is people. I'm going to say people are going to make it to here. I think it's going to be one of the popular ones. Hopefully. Yeah, this, this is going to be Hopefully. it. This is going to like. I think so. Yes. The, Friday the, the 13th. People. We had to wait two weeks. It worked out. Totally. <laughs> All right. Last question here. Best advice you could give to your younger self? I would say uh, let go of stuff and follow your heart. As lame as that sounds. Like I wish I, if I could go back, even doing the social media thing now. I don't think at the right time, I'm blessed with it now, uh, especially with the girlfriend and two of my best buddies, George, Brandon, um, who even in the social media stuff have supported this, you know, 100%. Even when it was the beginning, guys were like, okay, dude, whatever, cool. And uh, Gusta and stuff was like, man, you really enjoy this? Like, you could make something of this. So if I could go back, I think I would have, not that I haven't enjoyed the fire service, but pursued this earlier because this is what truly brings purpose in my head and and makes me happy i feel like i'm doing something you know so i think at a young age we're so put into go to college go to this get a job have a family have a kid die as brutal as that sounds but sometimes people got to follow and just you know take a risk so i think if i'd go back i'd take more of a risk and just go for it so to speak not that there still isn't a chance to take a risk but a little older but it's good too to know like that that's how you're feeling right and that's how you're seeing mm -hmm. and you're very happy and very content but hey let's keep taking those risks and pushing it forward it's an, i feel like i'm the same way in a way where like i had some chances to move early on and i didn't mm -hmm. and listen everything worked out great right yeah. everything for no complaints at all but man if i would have taken that risk and moved who knows how it could have worked out you know right yep and then like you said even with that question of going back to 18 or a million dollars and you go back but like you said, you're happy with your family and kids. I'm sitting here. I'm perfectly more than happy with the girlfriend, the house, the dogs. That's not what I said now. That's not what I said. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, honey. He said it, not me. <laughs> Listen, Brett, man, this has been well worth the two-week wait to get this episode on the books, man. I appreciate you and, and everything you're doing. I'm excited to keep following your journey on Instagram Thank and on you. TikTok, of course, though. <laughs> well, either way, we appreciate it. Again, there's everyone's got their choice of which app they're going to use. So I don't blame you for not being on the TikTok. Your kids can, you know, my kids probably follow. They, you can, they can do enough of it. My brother-in-law sent the same video to them, so they probably follow you on TikTok. So I have a whole TikTok See? story with my son, but we can save that for part two of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but listen, well, again, everybody... man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's funny. I've been uh, talking forever about wanting to get on a podcast and do something something that I've talked about pursuing too. So I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and uh, get my feet wet, so to speak, and talking to someone and, and this uh, was well worth the wait too, man. So cheers. 
Sweet, sweet. So thank you again, Brett. And thank you to everybody for listening. I know we went a little over. So if your commute is that one hour commute, and you know, hopefully you tuned back in on your commute home to catch these next like 20 <laughs> minutes or so that we've just been two dudes babbling and laughing a lot. Uh, this has hopefully. definitely been a lot of a lot of fun. I want to thank all the sponsors as per the norm, you know, our friends up in Canada, actually new breath, uh, Canadian Cheers. that uh, I've been working with doing my cold immersion uh, plunges. Um, also, our friends over at Notorious Fire and, and Ridgeway Leatherworks, as always, for supporting the podcast. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, this is October. I have a breast cancer awareness shirt on from the folks over at the Yard Foundation. You can check them out. It's pretty cool. Um, for every 33 of these T-shirts they sell, they're able to offer a, a mammogram for a woman, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I always like supporting you know, a different cause every October, and this is one that I feel like anything where there's direct correlation, you know, you buy this, this is how many we sell and this is what we can do. So a very cool firefighter shirt, check them out the yard foundation. Um, as always, this is Pip for the size up by national fire radio and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>